Do you consider a woman not wanting to date bisexuals a form of biphobia or hate? Absolutely. Good morning, Scullies. My name is Savon Pearson, and welcome back to another episode of The Emancipation of Savon. Today here, I have another special guest, and I'll have them introduce themselves. Tiny. <laughs> Tiny, I was like, who oh, are it's you? It's my turn to say something. Yeah, who are you? What you do? Um, wow, I do a lot of things. Uh, my name online is Tiny of All Trades, um, but like personally, everybody calls me Tiny or Temptress Tiny in some scenes. Um, I'm a performer of many sorts, an artist and a creator. Yeah. Mm, a performer, an artist. I like tiny of all trades. I'm also a chef. I always forget that. I'm like You're a, a chef, vegan chef too? when I have a business. Yeah, catering uh, business. Okay, you didn't tell me that you cooked. I wouldn't have got food before we got here. I would have had some some stuff here for you to chop up and Next cook time. up. <laughs> no, vegan chef. That's really cool. Yeah, the person I'm dating right now is also a vegan chef. Mm -hmm. And I'm not vegan, but vegan food it hits yeah i had no clue cooked right yes and seasoned right yeah we need seasoned that. seasoned definitely so today's episode is going to be the emancipation of bisexuality with a preference for women for every episode i almost always forget these but we're here we have our buttons one button is mental. and that is for mental health and the other button is toxic which is a fan favorite right now. Everybody loves the toxic button. Okay. So we'll have both Love of these that. buttons here for both of us to use at any point in the conversation where we feel like something has to do with mental health or we feel like something is getting a little toxic. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So let's get into our favorite emancipation from last week. That is from Mika Campbell. This lady, she comments on every single one of my videos and my Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. I had to feature her today. Yes. Like, I just shout feel like out. that's, shout out to you. Like, I genuinely feel supported every time I get a comment from you. So her emancipation is judging myself harshly for not being further along in my self-development because she's 41. Mm. Mm. I feel like I do that at 25. I, yeah, I, I feel that at 30. Yeah, Definitely. so I feel like at every stage of our life, we're always going to be judging ourselves for like, are we as far along as we should be? Are yeah. we like where we it's need so to be in life? To give yourself grace. Yeah. yeah. So at 41, it makes me feel good to know that like I'm going to get to a place where I'm still going to be growing, and yeah. that makes me happy. So you're inspiring me, Miss Lady. Mm. Don't let it be the other way around, or it could be the other way around. You know, we can inspire, inspire each other. Each other yeah. yeah. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> So yeah, what are you, Tiny? What are you emancipating yourself from this week? Uh, um, self-doubt. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's a big one. Mm. Tell me more. Yeah. Tell I me mean, more. Just self-doubt. You know, I do so many things and I guess everybody thinks I always just have it together. Mm. And that puts a lot of pressure on me, you know? Um, so yeah, I definitely just like um doubt myself in certain ways where I feel like other people have to give me approval for certain things in order for me to like go through with it even down to like me buying something sometimes mm -hmm. or making like this a small decision you know yeah I'm like what do someone else would do or like how should I do this instead of just like trusting like how I should do it yeah know, no I, I get what up. you mean yeah I'm a filmmaker and I haven't touched a film in a year mm -hmm. <sighs> That's yeah, you gotta insane do that. for me. Yeah, and you gotta get back into it. It wasn't until this, literally yesterday, I started writing again. 13 pages. 13 oh, yeah, pages. I, I am emancipating myself from writer's block. Yeah. That gotta go. Creative blocks. That Creative has to go. blocks, yeah. Yeah. You just gotta like do it. And I think that also goes home to self-doubt. We're like, where do we start again? Is it mm -hmm. going to be good enough? You know, I got to come back harder and better. And how do I do that? And it's like, just do it. You know, like the smallest thing. Nike like, said it. <laughs> Nike said it. Like, they kind of ate that one little thing. They did. I'm not going to lie. Bitch. Uh, yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's get into the meat of the conversation. We got a ton of questions here. We're just gonna go straight into it without further ado because we got a lot to cover in a little time. So very first question, 
Has your upbringing and society influenced your bisexual identity? And if so, how? Um, so I used to always question this for, for like myself because my dad's, um, my father's mom is actually oh. lesbian. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't grow up with my parents until like later on in my life, like after like six years old. Mm. Um, but from like birth until about that age, I lived with my grandmother who was lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I was raised with my lesbian grandma and her wife. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Especially in such a time where it wasn't normalized mm-hmm. as much, you know, and they weren't like legally married. Yeah, this was, at that you know, point. I was born 93. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's how I grew up. Yeah. And this was in Miami. And, you know, I feel like it's very open. It's a little bit more open and crazy out there. It's always been like that. Mm. So I think maybe that's also how they were able to be more comfortable at that time, you mm-hmm. know, living in that part yeah. of the world. Um, and for the most part, uh with influence i'm I'm sure that it did you know i i I don't really think about it Mm -hmm. like that it did because it wasn't until like 15 years old that i really came out with like even really understanding that i liked women or anything Mm -hmm. but i've definitely had like you know um experiences i remember when i was like seven years old i got in trouble at school for like pulling a girl into the pool to kiss her oh you know <laughs> you were ready up and ready the dom was there they're like oh and i'm like let me over here like harassing women like <laughs> at seven years at old. seven years old like teach them early no. right no. Yikes. <laughs> um so yeah so i know like those kind of things happened like um i remember being uh I, or maybe around the same age and my mom has caught me like dry humping like one of my friends that I had over mm-hmm. for like a Christmas like weekend. Yeah. One of your friends. And I was young. Like this was like under 10 years old. Oh for my sure. God. And see, and I had the same thing happen, but it was a family member. So it was like oh, see, extra I, not yeah, okay. I, but that's, I feel like that's very common. Like the experiencing, like when you're, especially when you're really young, mm-hmm. um, like you're not even thinking about because for me, I was like, we were teaching each other things. Like, yeah. we were like, this is what this is and this and that. Like, yeah, I feel it's like, not the sexual implication yeah, behind it. Yeah, you're not it. thinking about pleasure. You're just like, what is this like thing that we're learning? You Exploration. Know? So I think it happens. And obviously, sometimes it doesn't happen in the most um, most consensual ways or greatest ways. Mm-hmm. But I think like there are a lot of consensual ways as children that we have. Like, yeah, explored. Like, cousins and sisters and just like all kind of shit that we actually were just like not thinking like that and and it does suck to like have to sexualize those things because Mm -hmm. we were not thinking in any like pedophilic way or anything no because we were children as well yeah there's not really a way to be like perverted when you're so innocent yeah yeah um but yeah i think like a lot of those kind of things were happening when i was young already Mm -hmm. and um it wasn't until like older that i like came out that and even then like when i think about these questions i'm like oh you know maybe i was you know yeah like i don't think about it because it kind of just happened in my life yeah and my grandmother passed away when i was only five years old so it's not like i got to be raised around that like for real you know Mm -hmm. so i guess that's why i always questioned was i really influenced by that because i was so young when i actually lived that Mm -hmm. life you know but it obviously was ingrained in me to the point where i've always been like a very open person and yeah. like very just like, you know, yeah. my relationships have always been very like fluid, even yeah. when I was like not gay or whatever. And so growing up, you said you grew up in Miami. I'm just curious, like, how has that influenced you coming out um, as far as that societal aspect? Mm-hmm. So I've always been a rebel, right? Like mm-hmm. coming out, I definitely before I like fully came out because of my my boyfriend, like putting me out and stuff um mm. i was like very like you know like this is who i am like you can you know like you're like you, you can accept it or you won't you know mm-hmm. so for me it was like kind of easy you know yeah like um i never really questioned what other people thought luckily like and i've always been like that i would always have to tell my stepsisters and my brothers like who cares like they'd be like oh this person i'm like who cares like i've always since younger like i'm very grateful to have had that mindset like mm-hmm. i've had a lot of other insecurities but when it came to like being myself in my sexuality like i've always been really okay with that and i think that probably was because of my upbringing because yeah. i did see it already that i was mm-hmm. like you guys can tell me whatever you want but i have seen love yeah you know? like, it's I've normalized it. yeah. yeah so it was already you, normalized in my mind you weren't embedded with compulsory heterosexuality like you didn't have that like man yeah. woman yeah and that's all there is you had other yeah so the minute those things came up for me 
it was not like questionable mm. it was like yeah duh <laughs> yeah like okay this makes sense for me yeah and you said that's the thing you said it was easy for you so yeah. that was the next question was it easy or was it more of a journey yeah. can you talk a little bit more about your journey yeah i mean obviously it's never coming out it's never fully easy mm -hmm. right um like for me my my part that wasn't easy was my my mother mm -hmm. you know like um, she was not accepting of my mm. sexuality. You know, um, I did a deal with a, like abuse with my mother. Mm, I'm so and, sorry. Yeah, and um, you know, I didn't get to come out on my own, and mm -hmm. I would have loved to because I didn't give a fuck. But yeah. I was dealing with that on my own, mm -hmm. like, and I already knew how my mother was. So you know, my my boyfriend at the time, because I was also like dating a guy and a girl already at 15 years old. Both. Yeah, and they at knew the about each time? other, but they were really jealous. So it was not like a. It was not a healthy poly relationship, so do not give me, <laughs> do not give me no hand claps right now. <laughs> not the poster child for poly relationships yeah. at, at 15 years old. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine dating, like, I was stressed dating one person at 15, now two? Yeah. And then two different genders? And honestly, like, I compare myself to people like Frida Kahlo when I was mm. younger, in the sense that I was really lovable. Yeah. And like my partners like knew that. And like even though I had partners, like I I've I've had like rosters. <laughs> and it's like even if I wasn't sexual with these people, I've mm -hmm. had like really intimate romantic relationships with people that were like consistent in my life when I was mm. younger, you know? So yeah, like I've always lived a pretty like fluid like yeah. life. Even when I was I was very committed. I've never cheated on anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never like done anything that people didn't know about and stuff like that. Um, so I, I, I think that a lot of that does stem from me seeing love in a way that was like not toxic from a very young age, mm -hmm. like at the core, like from birth till five years old, like even those, like, those are a lot of the years we remember. I feel like those I are the ones that, that a lot stick of, around. Yeah, yeah. I ingested a lot of like what things are and couldn't be and like understanding and not like, being judgmental and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Cause those, those like zero to five, those formative years, we just talked about that in our last yeah, video. Yeah. Like you're sucking in stuff. That's when you're a sponge. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even if you're not like fully aware of what you're taking in, it is forming your brain. It's all coming in. Yeah. And that's, that's where the attachment styles mm -hmm. and, you know, CPTSD and mm -hmm. all those different types of traumas come into play. Um, so when first coming out, did you or do you still feel the need to prove your queerness? And how do you cope with those feelings if you do have them? Hmm. I guess maybe when I, I like if there was someone I liked, for example, because mm -hmm. I do remember... Uh, a time in high school where I was like in love with this girl who was straight. <laughs> oh my goodness! And that I was feel like, like a thing. every like queer person has a straight girl's story. <laughs> so at that point, like I definitely um, wanted to prove I was queer enough for her to like like me to the point where I started dressing more masculine mm. and like all these things. Cause it was like, that was the only way, like the only way that, cause I, like we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. like I feel like studs and dykes and stuff get this like approval of being queer and that mm -hmm. feminine women feel safer, like going into them and stepping into a relationship with them as if they're gonna show up as the person that they want them to be. Masculine um, or yeah, more like, proximity to to men yeah manhood. which is obviously like some sort of homophobia and internalized mm -hmm. homophobia and it's like that was also like me it's like oh how do why why do i need to feel more masculine to also feel more queer like that's insane yeah that <laughs> like, that right there is the kicker and that's like, how i feel like a lot of studs feel they feel like they have to be like very macho because yeah. if you if they do anything that's like more feminine then they're or, not seen as gay enough yeah, yeah. they're not they're not masculine enough like, they're not yeah, so insane enough. because i have been with mostly femmes in my life mm -hmm. you know i've like always been obsessed with just like cleavage and seeing <laughs> you know like as and like let's get our fucking nails together yeah you know? like don't forget to cut that nail short and like just <laughs> go ahead and shove them the nail <laughs> i usually got two but you know Okay, one count. One right now. <laughs> so you're saying you never really felt like you needed to like prove it unless you were in a relationship with um someone who kind of subscribed to that heteronormative idea. Yeah, and then also I guess um there were just times where like my family, mm -hmm. you know, like like didn't believe I was like really gay or whatever. So for me, like you know, some people like kind of become more reclusive and hide and stuff. And me, I was like, I'm gonna show y'all I'm gay as. Fuck. 
you know so yeah. it would like definitely be a lot more extra and it would get me in trouble because of it so mm. i was like oh you guys wanted to know i'm gay well i'm popping up to the christmas party with my girlfriend Ooh, you know i got you like that's so I'm cool about shit, to like though. dye my hair red and like i used to just do shit like that and my mom would just always point out stuff like she's like you dyed your hair red so all the lesbians can know you're red i'm like yes mom because that's the alert you know <laughs> red hair means you're gay red alert lesbian like i think that's so funny you know just the ideals that society subscribes to for what a lesbian or a queer person looks like in general and then when we do those crazy things you know like dyeing our hair or cutting our hair people think like mom you're a lesbian now oh i love you now oh that's so sweet (laughs) shout out we went through through a lot yeah yeah you know we didn't talk for a few years Mm. like you know um I definitely all that proving myself and all that I was just like I just stepped away from it because it was like too much you know Mm -hmm. I ran away really young and they left the house and all that stuff because of it but we've come a long way but I'm also very honest and real with her you know like that was the only way that she was gonna be really allowed in my life again it was like able if I was able to be very transparent about what the fuck happened you know Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's beautiful because a lot of us can't be honest with our parents in that way and we live at such a like surface level with them um i really admire the folks that are you know being able to be very 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 bluntly honest with their parents Mm -hmm. even to the point you know where you're cursing talking about your dating life all this oh this happened oh fuck my mom just recently started saying like your boo or you know over like your friend you know mm. like you know black and brown parents yeah, they, your little friend your little friend I'm now like, they say your boo yeah and i was like oh yeah like, how, how are things with your boo and i was like oh that's like really awesome that's you know? growth like, mom no, for sure yeah. yeah wow that's no that's awesome i i actually just heard the same thing from my partner yeah. that it's not the little friend anymore you know like it's your partner i'm yeah, like yeah. ah yeah no, no it, it definitely now. feels good for sure and it's like for not only for me, but also knowing that someone older can continue can continue to grow and self reflect and and choose people because that's what love is. Whether right. you're in a romantic relationship where it's familial mm-hmm. or a platonic relationship, you know you have to choose. Like I want this person in my life, and this is the way that I've been disrespecting them or not allowing them to show up. And the only way I'm going to be a lot allowed in their life and have that privilege is if I accept them as who they are. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the most beautiful way for all of us to connect with other humans is being able to show up as authentic as we are, like as our authentic full selves, especially with family, because that's so tough. It is so tough to show up at a family gathering and be your full true self. Oh, man. For sure. But to be able to do that, like, especially with your mom, like, that's yeah. that's admirable. Like, I very much so admire you for that, <laughs> like, genuinely. I've just also been, like, such a, ho- a hopeless romantic forever. So I think that also, like, made it really easy to be like, I don't care who, who it is. Like, I'm going to be gay and this is the love of my life. You know, <laughs> like, I've always just been like that. So, yeah. Yeah, you're like, fuck you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> this girl, this girl is the one. And then this one is too. And then this one yeah, Exactly. <laughs> She was like, girl, at least I know you're gay. (laughs) So that person was asking that question because they said they're a pansexual leaning more towards women, but haven't expressed this to their family. And they don't think that they fully grasp the idea that bi people exist. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you've experienced um, in your family or just with like other people saying that, you know, bi folks don't exist at all? Yeah, no, I mean, I've obviously dealt with people like questioning me and all of that, like even down to like, I don't care that you've been gay since you were 15. You dated, like, a men before. So, like, that means that you're, like, still straight and you would date men again. And I'm like, but I, I love women. And I know that I love women. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that means that I, you know, I'm open to both. Um, and I've come to the point now where I'm not dating cis men. But, um, like, being pansexual mm-hmm. to me is also in the range of, like, knowing what preference you have. I think both of them are very similar, being Mm -hmm. bisexual and pansexual. Um, And I think pansexual for some reason makes it easier for for some people to like grasp like everybody. Mm -hmm. And then like for some reason, like bisexual just has this like really ugly label. Yeah, I think (laughs) so. How I've always thought about it is like, I was telling you this earlier, but like bisexual just means bi means two. There's two genders. You're either attracted to a man or a woman. And pansexual is like, you know, there's a there's a whole spectrum of folks that you would be attracted to. There's people that do not want to be called women. There's 
people that do not want to be called pansexual. I mean, I'm a man, you know? And then there's people who, and I, I'm not like on their side, obviously for me, but there's people who just like have a preference to not deal with any of that. And they're yeah. like, I just rather be with a woman and like mm -hmm. I'd rather be with a cis man or whatever. And that's just their preference, you know? So I think that helps with people at least designating how they feel with that and picking yeah. a label. Um, I don't know, but labels are annoying and weird. <laughs> and that's, I know I hate to ask you this question, but why why bisexual and not pansexual? Um, so I, I definitely used to go by pansexual and I still will say pansexual. And I think for me now, it's like, I'll say pansexual to the right people, the people who understand what I mean. Um, and like, aren't gonna be questioning me like, what is pansexual? What do you mean? Da, da, da. Um, and for me, like bisexual now is like, I know that I date trans men and I'm open with dating trans men. So a man is a man. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> trans men are men. Oh my God. Yeah. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Isn't that the craziest thing? So a man they is go a man to me and it's just like, okay, yeah, but like I'm, you know, I'm bisexual. Like that's it. But I have had, like, I actually have on my Twitter recently, I had a whole discourse about pansexuality um, and how it does just help people understand more. Like, it, it, like it, from the outside, mm -hmm. it helps people be like, okay, this person's pansexual, so they are more open to just everything. They're more fluid and they're not going to be maybe transphobic or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I do think that sometimes when I say bisexual, like, it doesn't, make it as open to like all the fluidity of the world that there is out there you know yeah um i agree it just with makes that. it easier for people to label me <laughs> so why do you prefer women who doesn't um i'm just kidding i know there's say, some that say don't. it again i wish i had a button that just says yes <laughs> right <laughs> like, hell yeah yes absolutely um, i've well i've always like when i was younger and i was dating men um it was like I started having sex really young and for me it was always just sexual with men. It was like, oh yeah, like just get me off like for my pleasure. Like, you know, I was definitely like a sexual being. Um, but when I started dating women, I was like, wow, I'm in love. You know what I mean? I know like, exactly what you mean. I was like, it's completely this isn't different. about my pussy anymore. <laughs> like my my heart is my pussy. Yeah. like they're robbing for you honey <laughs> they're like I, and i felt it you know and i felt the difference with the connections that i had with the cis men that i was dating when i was younger and then like immediately like being like okay like i i love women like this is and then again like it comes back to the, the question earlier like yeah i was probably influenced mm -hmm. <laughs> by my like upbringing like and knowing that or feeling safe within the fact that like you know i could like be more vulnerable with a woman and um just express myself in ways that I didn't feel that I could at first with a man, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's how I felt just coming out in general. I was like, I felt like when I was dating men, I didn't have that mental connection that I was craving. Like I felt like I was never going to find an equal. Yeah. And when I met, like when I fell in love with a woman for the first time, it was like, we were there. Yeah. It's just that emotional connection is different. You know, I mean, it's just that tenderness, you know, mm -hmm. it's all of it just, just being able to like see yourself within someone else too and like know exactly like okay i i want to show up like this because i know that you want me to show up like this and it's just definitely a lot easier i mean not easier it's definitely not easier don't just like oh it is not easier <laughs> to date women but easier oh. in the sense that the energy just flows and yes. it's also easier i think to sense what's not for you when you're mm. like i think it's really easy to get caught up when you're dating a dude and like being in these relationships that are not for you compared to like like being in a lesbian relationship and being able to sense like that you're not really like vibing with this person because yeah. it's like girls just have a thing in general like yeah. most friends are not going to stay friends they ain't friends forever and i think i think yeah. the, the reasoning behind that is because we move so fast yeah so we're yeah, able so to we go fast the so phases. we're also like gonna move on fast sometimes yeah, yeah. Yeah, we as lesbians and as bisexual and as women who and date women. And men are women. not like that. Like, men are in love with you forever. Yeah. Like, my first boyfriends are, like, still in love with me. I'm like, I was 15, bro. What? Like, I, yeah. 
I said, yeah, like I knew that and I didn't. Like, what? <laughs> that's a thing? Men don't let you go? Oh, that's. No, I think, I, well, maybe not like all their partners, but mm-hmm. they're definitely like still in love with their first loves. Mm. Huh. See, I thought that that was going to be me as a as a gay woman. No, I no, 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 no absolutely not. But I no, I think that's a thing for men, at least for the most part, mm-hmm. most men, and maybe most men that maybe have mom issues or mm-hmm. like something like that, or daddy issues, whatever. But I definitely know mental. Yes, mental health, some daddy issues, some daddy just issues. parental issues in general. Yes, I think those are definitely the ones that. Yeah. So have you ever struggled with labels like doubting your sexuality and wondering if you're actually a lesbian? We talked a little bit about this, but have you like concretely ever wondered like, am I just a lesbian? Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I, like still all the time. And honestly, anytime I give men a chance. <laughs> That's why I said earlier, like I... I'm usually just like leaning towards that, but I'm also like a very realistic being. And I'm like, you know, I also know that I find attraction to like trans, you know, men sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have gone to, and it's like, do you, you don't really get to choose sexuality. So it's like, I would kind of be like forcing it or lying if I'm like, yeah, I'm just lesbian, you know? Um, and then also, I date people that do not call themselves women. Mm hmm. Like my, you know, a few of my exes go by they Mm -hmm. and they do not like they are okay with being like called my wife and all that stuff, but they prefer they or they're non-binary or whatever. So I think that also goes in the spectrum of just like the bisexuality, bisexuality range. Mm Because it's like, like, let me be real. Like I am still open to dating trans men, Mm -hmm. but like I was definitely at a point where I was like, just no, nothing at all. Like women and women only. But then. Even within that women only, that bracket still doesn't cut off because mm-hmm. it's like the some of those women do not want to be called women. Like, you know. Because they're not. But they're not trans. Yeah, but they're not. They just are not binary. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Next question. So are you a biromantic as well as bisexual or is your your romantic orientation different than your sexual orientation? Well, we talked about this earlier and we didn't really use terminology. Um, But yeah, like when it comes to men, uh, it's a lot more just sexual, you know, Mm. like I'm not I I haven't found real romance with men yet. Trans or cis, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely more of like this sexual energy and sexual tension. So I would say I'm definitely bisexual, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I'm not bi romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, like my romanticism is a hundred percent towards women, and I have dated bisexual men. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, and like I am a dom, you know, I'm a dom. So in that sense, it's like it still doesn't feel super romantic towards mm. me. Like they're romantic towards me, and they're probably like in love with me. But it's like they're usually in that sense, they're usually like the more submissive one, and the romance is just it's a different type of romance, you mm-hmm. know, than it would be for like a woman <laughs> yeah traditional yeah yeah traditional type of romance i get what you're saying do you think should bisexuals with a preference for women be allowed to call themselves lesbians we just got into this so this person said i see this a lot and i'd love this from another bisexual's point of view so explicitly stating do you think bisexuals who prefer women should be able to say i'm a lesbian whatever you are in that moment because people are ever changing and we're like you know obviously you can't stop being something fully so when it comes to your sexuality it's like yeah if you're dating a man and you've been with a man for five years and you haven't been dating men like yeah you're a straight woman right now you know and then you guys open your relationship and you start dating women for your own you know pleasure and it's not like well now you're a bisexual woman you know Mm. you know and then like that's just how i see it and you know you've been with a woman for years like i was married for to a woman and we were completely together for that whole year no relationships i'm like okay i'm monogamous and fully lesbian right now like why would i claim anything else like i'm not seeing men i'm not open to men i don't want men like you're in one relationship so of course that's the identity that you have i know some people will argue you know your identity doesn't change with the person that you're with but i understand your perspective of this is a lesbian relationship yeah so you're you're you are that identity for that you know and obviously you can also I, i think 
for me, the identity is like what you're aiming for in life. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like if I am in an open relationship, for example, and I'm dating a man and I know that I really want a woman, like a, a, to date a woman, I'm trying to manifest having a female partner, mm -hmm. you know, a woman partner. Um, I'm, I'm going to say I'm bisexual. Mm. right because i have that that's my intention yeah is to date a woman right yeah now. like i want that like i'm not just into my man like that's not the only interest that i, ha I mm -hmm. have so it's like wherever your focal point is you know like and i think that's how we should be like claiming ourselves because it also sh helps you show up in the way that you really want to show up because mm -hmm. i think they're I've come to the point where I'm like, yeah, I prefer women. Like, I'm not going to say that I'm fully lesbian because, like I said, I might meet a trans man down the line and be okay with that. And then yeah. that's what it is. But I am very much, like, lesbian right now. Like, I'm that's my main, like, thing, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but I'm going to just make it easy and say bisexual. You yeah. Because that's my, like, overall yeah, you set openness. your umbrella. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's yeah, it's it's an overarching theme, but you know, it's easily digestible for other people to mm -hmm. understand. Do you think that bisexual women tend to only date straight men compared to bisexual or pansexual men? Um, I would say like probably yes for the most part like other bisexual women i feel like a lot of bisexual women are on um on the spectrum where they were uh with men before like women like mm. they love men more than women usually oh wow okay um i think that that's like pretty common but that's just like from my experience and like the bisexuals that i know mm -hmm. um but then there's also like i said like the more non-binary ones that would probably want to date like more bisexual or pansexual men you know mm -hmm. Um, do you see that in both communities with women and with men? So like with bisexual men, um, or do you see the same thing with bisexual women um, where they have more of a preference for dating women and then how bisexual men have more of a preference for dating men? Do you see the same thing? Oh yeah, like bisexual men 100% are like more usually geared towards men mm -hmm. and then, or unless like they started fully, sh you know, like straight and then they just started like letting out. But I think like, bisexual man that like figures out that they're like into mm -hmm. women still and all that that they're usually like it's like the same thing but the opposite I think, with women yeah you know? i feel like it's a stereotype you know with, i feel with like bisexual... i dated men because it was like normal that's how i even started mm. i do think that i would have never even really like been wanting it if i didn't have like Unconsexual sexual relationships when I was younger, mm. you know. Yeah, so I, get I what definitely you're think that opened the door. Cause I, like I said, I was having sex really young, mm -hmm. but it was a power move. Like I was having sex because I was like, "Well, I'm having sex now." <laughs> For me, <laughs> you were such a rebel, like through and through. Like you said it earlier, and like I'm feeling it now. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you were just like, I'm just gonna do what I want. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> So I'm trying to circle back. I had a question. Um, why? I think it's interesting that when lesbian women talk about, we're going to get into this a little bit later too, but when lesbian women talk about bisexual women, they're typically talking about the fact that they date men. And when bisexual men um, date other men, they are it's okay for them to prefer men, but it's never okay for a bisexual woman to prefer women yeah. in the lesbian community. Mm -hmm. um, what has been your experience with that? Uh, I think, I mean, I've dealt with it before, you know, like where the, the assumption was that I was like not gay enough or um, that I was going to go cheat with a man and like all this stuff, you know, and I think it's just really silly. Yeah. I'm going to go cheat with a man. I, think I that's never so even stupid. thought about that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I know it happens, mm -hmm. you know, like obviously, but everything happens. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and I feel like if you're a lesbian in a lesbian relationship and you go cheat with a woman, that's still cheating. Cheating is yeah, never cheating okay. Is, yeah. Cheating is cheating. Um, But yeah. And I know there's like that huge uh thing that like yeah bisexual women are just like obsessed with going back to men are gonna cheat on men and blah 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 mm -hmm. i think that is a I part can't of relate bisexual women are obsessed with men and can't wait to go back to men that is interesting um yeah i've heard that bisexual women are just with men or just with women just as a placeholder yeah, like as a placeholder or whatever mm -hmm. i've definitely heard that and i've been there mm -hmm. like i've dated an like I, I always say an actual bisexual woman because i always say like for me but like growing up the bisexual woman because i was gay as hell really mm -hmm. young so the bisexual woman was like usually the one that was dating men and was like mostly men but then was like 
learning curious about women and starting to date women and having their first girlfriends and this and that like that was like my younger experience with Mm. like the bisexual women um so i've definitely been in that place where i was like oh like they're gonna leave me for this person or like they did you know yeah (laughs) and how was it like now being on the flip side of it like people are accusing you of that shit like for me and i'm I'm i don't know it's i've definitely come to a point where i just like don't really entertain it because i'm like i can't really be with someone like that you know like i'm lucky enough that my last few partners were not like stressing me about like shit like that um but i feel like they would think about it sometimes or like you know didn't really express it or um even i don't know like i feel like they just always have a judgment around that you know and i'm just Mm -hmm. like i don't know a cheater is a cheater y'all a cheater is a cheater is a cheater is a cheater and and if you're just thinking someone's cheating because they're bisexual and that they have a preference to going back to man i think that's just silly i think it's crazy yeah and i think that's we're gonna get more into that too like all these questions hit on everything that we're talking about right now and i'm trying not to compound it all into one sentence but like genuinely you can do you ever feel like your sexuality is being erased when you date a man so this is actually funny because i had a whole like fucking maybe like two hour talk about this one time because i was like i was in a poly relationship well poly relationships i was dating um two different guys cis dudes Mm -hmm. this was like during the pandemic these are the only like men i've ever dated like other than when i was 15 years old and had that boyfriend and girlfriend don't forget yeah i had a boyfriend and girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) i had a boyfriend and girlfriend at the same time but i haven't dated cis men since then Mm because after that it was literally women 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 um and then the pandemic came and i had like a few different relationships with different men um mostly sexual and then like i had like some that i tried to make romantic um, so I was like in this poly relationship with two different men who one was living with me and one had like another, uh, woman, mm-hmm. um, that he lived with. And then I was also dating, um, like this other girl. And I also had like, just like lovers that I like, how the hell do you keep <laughs> up? And we can't even get a text back. <laughs> Damn! How you you got? I feel like that's every pinned message on iMessage already, just on your lovers. That is so beautiful, though. I no, I love it. I love the freeness of it. Like, yeah, honestly, it was really good experience. Like at first, um, like it was cool to just like you know everybody had like a place in a way, um, and like showed up in different ways. So it was definitely very fulfilling, and I a hundred percent think it's doable in the right sense with the right people i just was not with the right people Mm -hmm. um you know like definitely became toxic people being weird behind my back just all kind of weird shit and i also recognized that also had to do with just them not knowing their own selves and whether that was like sexuality wise or knowing like what polyamory was or whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah when i was dating those men it felt a lot harder to date women like i questioned myself a lot like i was like do i even look for women right now like do i Mm. even try to like you know find women like and that's why i was dating this one girl who was like kind of gay like that's what it felt like you Mm -hmm. know but she was also asexual so it was like i didn't even have we didn't even have Uh, a sexual (laughs) relationship yeah you don't know so i was like obviously mind fucked in this like situation that i was not fucked mind fucked literally yeah i (laughs) wasn't <laughs> not getting fucked enough that is for sure um and getting mind fucked in the sense that i was like i did not feel good enough to be in these a real gay relationship mm. that i like minimized myself to being in this like fake relationship because like it felt um like i don't know it felt like it um it um, made like everything else it just brought approval to them because she was also like by and dating like do another dude yeah and it was just like a weird situation you know and i and i talked about it with all the time like my boyfriends would be like well you just go get a fucking girlfriend like leave us you know because i would be like i just i'm not like fulfilled in that feminine energy that i want like i would say stuff like that all mm-hmm. the time you know like i'm just not getting like you know like that feminine sex that i want like all this different stuff and they would just be like so sick of me yeah <laughs> and then i ended up like leaving literally all three of them like around like the same time <laughs> three breakups in one like 
that's almost crazy. like back to back yeah that's crazy like two of them were on the same exact time and then one like kind of dragged out the one that was living with dragged mm -hmm. out a little bit longer um and we're like still cool like i don't hate them you know um i just i recognize that it was not romantic that it was very a very forced romantic relationship and i was like he was definitely like the last dude that i was like okay like like cis dude that i yeah. was like no have you ever been in a poly relationship with a man and a woman at the same time other than when you were 15 and what was that experience like, like together yeah like where you were with a man and a woman and you guys were in a poly relationship oh like all three mm -hmm. all okay. three of you so i wasn't really like that when i was younger mm -hmm. it was like kind of also unconsensual because i didn't even get to really really say that much about that but that was like it was like it happened because mm -hmm. it was like forced but oh. they did not really like each other and then i found out later on that um that he was like he told her like oh you can date her if you like kiss me yeah so she like kissed him and i didn't know yeah and then they were like it was i would be mad and then yeah like weeks later he just got mad because i had her all over my myspace and he was oh. like oh you're falling in love with her so he felt jealous and then like of course outed me but uh, <laughs> that is so traumatic like the shit that like little teenagers do Maniacal. What are the top three biggest misconceptions that you think there are about being bisexual right now? Just with women in general, like more so like the women that I want to date mm -hmm. not taking me like serious enough or thinking that, you know, I don't know how to like show up as a partner, you know, mm, because you're another woman. Yeah. And that is just and like, again, this goes back to like not being like masculine enough. Yeah. In my lesbianility. Like yeah. lesbianism. lesbianism. That's such like, an ugly word, but like it's cute at the yeah, same time. It is, it is. Lesbianism. Yeah. It's like, or in my bisexuality, whatever. But yeah. specifically when I'm trying to date a woman, mm -hmm. like it's like, oh, I'm not showing up in the way that they want me to be. So it's like, oh, they have that misconception that I'm not going to be gay enough for a partner or a good partner or masculine enough and i'm like i'm a very androgynous being like mm -hmm. overall my out like i look different all the time my energy is very very fluid you mm -hmm. know what i mean like i romance people the way that a man would but i also want the same exact thing in return so <laughs> mm, say it again that's literally the epitome of see us lesbians can learn from the bisexual over here like come on that is exactly how it should be done because i feel yeah. like you know with lesbians we are like it's hard we don't know who's it's gonna make the first move me, but i think this discord is like new like mm -hmm. newer age stuff with y'all and you like your age and younger mm -hmm. with all this discourse coming up like i did not grow up with any of that no i i was like, thinking the same thing especially like, like on twitter and all that but it's like i didn't deal with any of that like we never questioned like oh you know like should you be getting your stud flowers or like <laughs> it's because compulsory heterosexuality like ruled you guys like genuinely you guys were ruled by man woman roll this and but you we do just that. never really question it either but i don't think that's true i think some people did but they oh, were yeah. too scared to speak up no no definitely definitely for mm -hmm. sure but for me it was also like my relationships were pretty even with the women I was dating. Mm. Like, I didn't really have, we didn't have these discourses. Like, there was never, like, who's the man in the relationship? Yeah, I think maybe that came um, with like, just the even, dawn of the internet. Yeah, like, no, 100% mm -hmm. it came with the internet. Um, because now there's, like, just discord on relationships in general. Like, it's, like, Twitter. all these, like, rules now. And all like, everybody's, like, so strict and shit. It's, like, weird. And I'm, like, rule, like, love is not strict. Rule has boundaries, but it's not strict. Why would you want to be in a strict relationship? You know what I mean? Yeah, and queerness is not. And queerness is not that either. No, it's it's literally it's meant literally to be open and free and free. Fluid. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, well, the way that we've become is like, especially queers. I it makes it breaks my heart, honestly. Like y'all are acting like a bunch of heterosexuals. Oh, and that's a word. It genuinely is. Like, why are we policing what, how to oh treat? Oh my God, like the whole point of queerness is to be and show up however the fuck you are and you want. But now we have all this crazy discord and I'm like, are you guys straight? Yeah, it used to just be woman and, and woman. And it wasn't too much like, yeah, I mean, we had words like, you know, butch and, yeah, yeah, and stud and sure. everything. But, but like, it was never, that was a we choice didn't question for them. how we were showing up for each other. Like there was mm. no like... You know, I don't know. Like there was, they like, 
you know, I used to paint my like ex-girlfriend's nails who was a butch and she never cared like it, just for fun or whatever. Obviously there was some like those touch me nots and like that's Ugh. always been a thing. But for the most part, I'm like now it's like, yeah, because there's the internet and then there's like all this discourse all the time. And now these like studs and more, all the masks are comparing themselves to like men. It's like, why did we have a whole discourse about why a stud shouldn't be matching her nails with her girl? A stud. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> a woman. That was all over Twitter. A woman a matching woman her nails she, with And her she girl. also claims herself to be a woman, but it was weird. And that that was like some weird shit that they, they were talking about it. Like that. I was like, what? what? Wait, so she's not what? Woman enough or not man enough? Or what, I guess she, is yeah. It? Is she not man enough? To be a masculine woman? I'm so sorry. They're like, you should be a femme if you're painting your nails. Like, holy fuck. What, is what world do world? we live in? That is insane <laughs> that we're women are being criticized for for being women. Oh, wait. That is the world yeah, we live in. Yeah, well, because they're saying, well, if you chose to be a stud, that's what you got to be. Don't go back on that. You know, like, stick to your masculinity. And it's, stick like, so to sickening. Quote and, I'll be think, and it's honestly so sickening because I'll see Twitter and see something like, you know, like, oh, I could never, uh, you know, date, like, uh, someone that does this and that. And I'm like, oh, this is a straight woman. And I go to their page and I'm like, this is a gay woman. This is a gay woman talking yes. in Discord about a gay other women yes, i've been seeing and a lot of that what they stem don't shit. accept and they, i'm like they've been talking about stems a lot and yeah. that that has been and i haven't heard stems in so long and it's definitely like a valid label but mm-hmm. telling somebody that they should be a stem because they're painting their nails sometimes or getting flowers from their girl or doing simp shit or i don't fucking know it's yeah just, like that's it's absurd like this what, where are we going bo- like this yeah, I just can't. I'm gonna say it one more I'm time. Gay. Look, it's I'm giving gay. all around toxic as fuck. All around because, like, <laughs> why? Like, I just don't want a woman painting her nails with her girlfriend. It's a problem. Yeah, that that shit drove me wild. That was like off Twitter today. If you were to go up to a straight person and say this woman is is painting her nails with this woman. They would be like, okay, and why are you yeah, telling me like, this? Um, isn't that what girls do with each other? Yes, but somehow, some way, because these women dress in boys' clothing, it's all completely different. Yeah, like, there's I, these I don't rules get it. now. I don't get these rules. Like, we need to stop with the rules. And you will be so much happier, especially, like, I think especially femme women. Mm. Especially femme women. And why do you say that? Because studs don't give a fuck studs are out there fucking each other you know what i mean studs are out there like hyping each other up like giving each other so much approval and femmes are constantly bringing each other down Mm. and having all this discourse about the type of woman that they should be dating yeah and i feel like masks do that as well where they like they fraternize each other like oh you know you're not mask enough yeah, for yeah. me so you can't be in this circle with me because we're just the only we wear hats backwards circle and you wear your hat forward and that's feminine so we don't like that you know it's just like really kid little shit like mm-hmm. that that will start a little discourse and i think again the reasoning why there's a lot there's so much discourse is because again the generation of mine and below a lot of the people i'm seeing that are starting these conversations on twitter are 23 and below like they're young 100 they're young and i'm like okay i need you not on my timeline but to pigeonhole yourself so young is sad no it is sad yeah it is sad it's i'm like damn like i would understand being older and being like okay these are my preferences now because like this is all my experiences that have caused me to believe this but honey you're on your like second relationship and you're talking about your stud can't paint her nails You know how many, you're blocking so many blessings. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just that is weird. Imagine how Why free are you, you feel. Why? You would feel so much more free. So much more free if you just let yourself be the woman that you are. And accept women as they are. Mm. And that's a word. Yeah. That's a word. Mm. Mm. So, do you wish people wouldn't ask you if you had a preference? And why or why not? Um... I mean, yeah, I feel like I don't really like being questioned about myself in general. Like, <laughs> why do you give a fuck? You say as you sit on an interview about yourself. I mean, I told you earlier, I was like, you know, I don't I don't really talk about myself a lot. Yeah. Um, you know. But you're doing a great job. Thank you. you really Thank are. You. <laughs> but yeah, like, 
I mean, obviously, it's like I would definitely prefer not to be like asked a lot, but also I do appreciate being able to explain myself sometimes um, because especially if it's like someone I'm trying to date or just anybody that I'm like interested in or like a friend that I'm trying to get to know like I'm like yeah I want you guys to know that I love I love women <laughs> and just because I say I'm bisexual does not mean I'm like out there looking for dick to suck like n- no gross no that that just sent a it is chill literally, on my spine. like it's honestly like I wish there was a word because I don't even feel like bisexual is the word for me like I feel like I'm like a lesbian fleeting bisexual <laughs> a fleeting lesbian that's beautiful oh they're a fleeting lesbian like that's it's so like sweet. my my bex- my my bex- my bisexuality comes like a comment like mm. every fucking now and then you know yeah um so yeah i do appreciate it in the sense that i'm like i at least get to explain that it's like very minimum yeah but it's nuanced and you don't have to feel ashamed even about that minimum aspect of it um and i commend you because i know a lot of people in your position who would just say they're a lesbian because they don't want the scrutiny yeah 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 so in order for you to like for you to say yeah i have a small small chance that i might date a man but i'm gonna call myself bisexual because i recognize that there's nuance in that that's brave because in the lesbian community, that's not, that's like unheard oh no, of. Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> unheard of. So I commend you. Pat on your back for that. Pat on your back. Truly. <laughs> so what are some deciding factors when choosing to date a man versus a woman? What's your deal breakers and stuff? Honestly, like, I can't even give you those because my relationships with men were horrible. Ooh. I didn't really no boundaries like i said it was like in the middle of the pandemic like Mm -hmm. you know i know that i just don't want cis men that is like my 100 percent like deciding factor (laughs) cis men and that's so Um, crazy as a bisexual person saying that you don't want cis men that's (laughs) literally what i think of when i think of a bisexual woman is someone who also dates cis men i have like one cis man in my life that I've had sex with that mm-hmm. I that has never disrespected me that is like really respectful and that like I feel like if I was like super lonely and I needed to and you know would connect with them and stuff like they'd be like the one person I would go to for that but no like it's like there's not really many deciding factors that would make me want to date a man right now it would be like for both Mm-hmm. Men or women, it's like, I need you to just show up for me, mm-hmm. you know, like show up the way that I want you to. Also being like fluid in the sense, like, because even the the dude that I was dating, like last and stuff, it's like queer adjacent, like at least being aware of what that is, not like ignorance and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit, you know? So you're saying that cis men sometimes don't have an understanding of queer women yeah. just in general. And it's like, that's weird to me. Like, bisexual women that are dating men like that, like, ignorant men, like, okay, that's fucking weird. Yeah, And that is where I can understand where a lot of the weird, like, uh, weirdness surrounding bisexuality. Because they're like, well, well, look at the motherfuckers you're dating. Yeah. Like, they're homophobic as fuck. Or they don't understand it. Or they think, I like, that you like me as a friend and that I'm just gonna, like, fuck you in front of them or whatever. Mm. You know, so I definitely understand where a lot of that, like, weird disrespect or, like, hate or, like just like uh it comes from mm-hmm. you know um but it does suck like feeling like that's like you know the only thing that they think of yeah yeah no i get what you're saying what are some of the pros and cons of dating a woman versus a man can you give me i don't a, think there's a, a, verses a, is there a, is there's there no a, verses there's no verses no it's completely different Mm, tell me more tell me i more. mean there's just no verses like i mean what do you want to compare that the dick is real and one is not <laughs> that's the only verses i can give you honey literally the only verses wow. i can give you and even then like it can be the realest dick in the world and they are not gonna fuck you right mm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know nothing about that but i know everything about it at the same time man Ooh, uh, somebody somebody mad somebody like looked at their boyfriend and they're like mm. anyways <laughs> sorry 
That's hilarious. I hope my ex-boyfriends don't see this because they are going to be so heartbroken. They'll be alright. I mean, they're still in love with you, right? And the, that won't change if all these years hasn't changed it. What what would change it now? Oh, no. <laughs> so you talked about feeling more pressure to take on like a more oh, yeah, certain masculine roles, role. Have you ever felt more pressure to take on a more feminine role with a man? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I don't shave at all. Mm. and there was definitely times where i was like well this is the way they're gonna like super like me you know <laughs> let me shave off all my fucking hair that i haven't done in six years damn wow has anyone like ever like has a man said like oh i don't like that no because i wouldn't have even started dating them like mm. that's usually like i i do have boundaries to the point where like when i start dating somebody i'm very hairy like <laughs> i'm very like this is who the fuck i am that's you know? smart because then it's but, like when i do the other stuff it feels like a treat yeah 100 yeah. percent. so i already knew that they were like okay with it or like it wasn't like an issue so i haven't really dealt anybody um when i was like way younger maybe because i i think when when i was like 18 I started like sh and not shaving, but it wasn't until like 21 that I really like kept doing it. But I was like 18, I did it for a little bit. And one of my, um, one, I wasn't even a boyfriend. It was like this boy that I was just like going to see because he mm -hmm. would like take me on dates and stuff, but we were not romantic at all. Um, but yeah, he was like, oh, you should like shave your legs. And I was like, you should, you should shave your legs too, you know? Like, <laughs> the fuck do you mean? You know? Evil twin, evil twin. Like, like come on, if I do it, you do yeah, it. So Any like, no, never. Um, with men, yeah, in the sense that I've like changed certain things with like that, or mm -hmm. maybe like let me not dress too androgynous today. <laughs> like mm. you know, um, that sounds incredibly limiting just for anyone who does experience something like oh, that. Yeah, like having sure. to subdue your in like uh, an entire part and of you. Luckily, like that changed. Like I would say, like the first relationship that I was when I started dating dudes, like that was how I was. But like the last one, like also like enjoyed like androgynous women and stuff so it, like felt a lot, lot easier to like just be like this and mm -hmm. like however and they would like appreciate that you know and so. that came with dating a trans man versus a cis well, no, man no, that, that was, was a cis man he was a cis man my last wow. yeah my last the one that was living me was a cis man that was like oh, the last yeah. dude that i ever dated that was in the, that was during the pandemic like all that shit going on what do you think about people who call cis men gay for dating androgynous women mm. you know and i feel like he's probably felt this and ha dealt with that, you know? Um, yeah. And it does suck that they're like immediately seen as like less masculine because of that. Cause I'm like, I think we need more men like that in general, mm -hmm. you know, like, like I shouldn't, it shouldn't take away from your masculinity because I also love women or because I also sometimes want to be a little bit more masculine, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes, that and, makes total and sense. I think that fashion has kind of like made that like easier sometimes. Mm -hmm. The androgynous style is like, yeah, because cool obviously now. there's a lot of fucking straight women that like look queer as hell and they're yeah. like queer baiting, but like men love that shit because men also love fucking masculine women and men other men and if you find a woman that looks a lot like a man you solved her issue yep. <laughs> but that's a whole other topic whole no, other topic yeah. and that's not all men no. who date androgynous yeah, women yeah, no definitely not all men. at all yeah definitely not um, um it's usually the ones that are not even allowing themselves to yeah that makes sense have you encountered biased attitudes when dating and how do you navigate that for yourself? Definitely, you know, and, and I say sorry to my exes. I had to say sorry to my most recent ex. It was like, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I would have not started dating men again. Mm. You know? And it I do recognize that It was a rough time for myself. everyone. Like, it like, was a I rough do, time. Yeah, I do recognize within myself because when I was like, I live a home alone, I have my own little house, you know. I was like a live streamer. That's how I like met men to begin with. They were like giving mm -hmm. me money. So they were like just, you know, like they were listening to me too all the time. And they were mm -hmm. like listening exactly to what I wanted, what I wanted to hear, what I wanted. Like mm. they definitely made their way in, you know. Not my most recent ex because he was more like along the line of me like trying to figure out what the fuck I wanted. And then I was like super poly. So I felt like I felt like I was still able to like explore my sexuality fully with women and stuff mm -hmm. um, with him. But yeah, like it, it very much started from like the pandemic and dealing with that and 
I dealt with like just a lot of my like my my biased attitudes were myself you know mm. I was like where is this coming from like what do you want like what the fuck is going on you know yeah um that like kind of internal it's like not internalized homophobia but like internal internalized heterophobia 100 no, percent. yeah and I, I had this talk with like a few people because I was like I felt weird about my like sexuality and my just like labeling myself and my identity felt really weird during that time because mm -hmm. I I didn't feel like it was um like fully in my heart you know like I feel mm -hmm. like I it opened up the doors and I think that th the only reason I even started dating men was because I started dating trans men mm. yeah because that it just opened the door it opened to the it, door you know? right because men are men <laughs> men are men right yeah exactly so that would make a lot of sense like i didn't yeah i didn't date any cis men in my adult life until after dating like a trans man mm -hmm. and then like and even after that like I, it was a while it wasn't even until streaming until these men were like showing up in these other ways mm -hmm. and like and i think that was another thing like i was meeting these men from like a distant and like learning them through like you know what i mean it was like a totally so you different... weren't seeing them in person and, and like really interacting that. Yeah. and then like they lived with me and it was like just a different relationship than like meeting a man like i don't really find like those connections you know mm -hmm. i'm not like i don't go out i'm like oh man this man let me go home with you or like <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation like let's continue like that does not really happen i have great conversations with men me. and i think i have great, I have conversations, great conversations with men when they're not because around like trying to get to know yes me in that way me. yes that's that's exactly how I i'm like amazing, oh yeah. you guys are kind of cool when you yeah. guys aren't like thinking with the other head like yeah. wow this is actually yeah, an interesting conversation for sure. yeah. yeah for sure so how connected do you feel to the bi community and do you find it easier or harder to find to connect with this community um when you were younger or versus now when you're older um I mean, I feel like both for the most part have been pretty easy. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I have a very queer life. Like mm -hmm. even though I dated men for a little bit and like went through that, I just live a very queer life. And, you know, as a like performer and as like a, a place, a person that holds a lot of spaces for community and throws events and stuff, like I'm constantly surrounded around like queer people. And that's like literally my life. So um, yeah. I feel very connected like always I've always felt pretty connected and the only times I really didn't I guess was like during those like moments where I was like questioning like if I was even showing up like enough as a gay person mm -hmm. um but yeah I feel pretty connected like and I think it was definitely easier when I was younger though because mm -hmm. it was just like queerness was easier in general <laughs> there wasn't yeah. all these rules and yeah weird discourses happening all the time so then on the flip side, how connected do you feel to the lesbian community versus the bi community? Um, I don't have like a lot of fully lesbian friends anymore, especially like since I've been in California. Um, I don't really have a lot of friends in general. So <laughs> it's kind of hard to have any. <laughs> yeah, I, trust me, I understand. Um, Homebodies unite <laughs> and like i have a lot of online lesbian friends like a lot of i feel like I just in general i have more people that i'm like connected to online right now than i am like in person just because i'm like so in my work and like i have i keep my circle small um but i feel like a lot of the people in my life are very fluid beings mm. um like a lot of them are like pansexuals and just queer do you think that's freer than like some uh, people, a big label like gay or lesbian? Like, do you think oh, it's yeah. freer? Um, a lot of people that I'm around call themselves just queer. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like I have a very, and I think that comes from, because I'm also like big in the kink community, which is like all these layers of unraveling yourself mm. and identifying yourself in different ways. And I think because you have unraveled these um like weird taboos already that the world has it's a lot easier to just be in your identity mm. and not feel like there's all these rules you know mm. because like you're already doing crazy shit like beating each other and yeah doing like all this crazy shit that other people are like that's crazy you know so why not accept yourself like yeah, take exactly. that extra step so <laughs> i think that a lot of the queer people within the kink community are very just like fluid queer mm -hmm. people 
Yeah. It sounds freer. Like just listening to you speak, like I'm not just no judgment at all. Like it, it genuinely just sounds free to say, hey, like I'm open to whatever possibility happens. Yeah, it doesn't true. matter what and your sexuality some is. Some of those are not like not even some of the some of the people that I know are completely lesbian. Mm -hmm. Like they will not date men, mm -hmm. but they just are queer. Do you consider a woman not wanting to date bisexuals a form of biphobia or hate? Absolutely. Yeah. Period. Um, I think you can have a preference um, for certain things, but if you're not like into it at all, you have to understand where that's like rooting from. Mm. You know? um, like you can't not be open to it at all and not recognize that it's coming from some form of hate for that thing. Mm -hmm. um, like you obviously don't want this person connected to men or whatever it is. So um, you can have a preference of whether, you know, you don't want them to be dating men or like um, have recently been dating men or like actively having sex with people with a penis. Um, like you can have preferences and speak on those preferences because they just are more personal and they're not like full of hate they're just around your like preferences rather than just being like no i'm not going to date bisexual women when like there are bisexual women that aren't even dating people with penises you know they're just dating trans men and they're or they haven't even been with a man in fucking like three years but you're not even going to date them because they just know that they know that they also like men but they haven't and they mm. are also gay as fuck you're not going to give them a chance i don't know i I think that there's a lot of weird discourse yeah. around that. There's <laughs> a lot of nuance in that. And like you've you mentioned a lot of things that I didn't think about. And that's all we have for Yay, this episode. Yay. Tiny, thank you so much for coming. Of course. Thanks for having me. This has been a beautiful, beautiful session. I hope we answered all of your bisexual burning questions. You know, I commend you for even coming on here and, and sharing your experience because your experience matters. You know, you you are a bisexual woman and you you matter. And that's and your experience is legitimate. Um, not over any other bisexual person and another bisexual person doesn't have a better experience than you it's yeah. just their experience and your experience is yours mm -hmm. so thank you so much for sharing your of experience course, thank you for having me yeah and thank you guys for watching we will see you guys in the next video look we got a lot coming i got us planned until mm -hmm. march so get yeah. ready <clears throat> get ready and make sure you go follow tiny on all social media platforms i'll have i'll have our little you know our little thing right there and follow me too while you at it <laughs> thank you again for watching you. love you so much and i will see you guys in the next video bye